Made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast, episode number 21. Hunter Keister back with J-Mac. Let's go. Kurt Mackey, episode 21, Made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast. And we got a good one. This week was filled with news and uh, a little bit too much, as we might have to condense them into next week, but that is fine. And uh, at least there's news to talk about in the sports world. So we are back, and we are going to start with the bombshell that came out today with the Big Ten officially, all in a day pretty much, got UCLA and USC to come over from the Pac-12, and that will be in 2024. So we are both going to give our thoughts on that and what we think that will do for the Big Ten Conference as a whole, and then we will go into the NHL, and what happened in the finals. And, uh, yeah, so let's start there. Kurt, what is your initial reaction? Obviously, you didn't know about this, not being by your phone all day. What is what is your initial reaction to this? Oh, man, this is quite a game-changer. Uh, two teams already joining the Big Ten in the year 24. Um you know, you're looking at potentially Oregon with a recruit that is actually looking to join Michigan, might be joining them. So we'll be seeing him in a couple of years. Uh, we played Washington last year. Uh, that was a fun time, though, let's be honest. Um, but with USC and UCLA definitely are joining. And uh, something you told me earlier has really got me thinking, are they going to join both sides? And I have a, what is it, the West and East? What is that? The East and West. East and West, yeah. Um, that changes things completely. Like, how are they going to do that? Like, just the top two seeds um, versus, like, who wins what side? Just having one giant uh, battle royale, pretty much. Um, crazy. Uh, USC, with that receiver, they were able to get. UCLA already joining. They're always a decent team. Some good players. Um, crazy. Yeah. This is a total, I had no idea about this. And then, whew, crazy. Big things coming to the Big Ten as they try to buff buff everything up to try to compete with the SEC. Um, for me, I think it's great competition. Um, a lot of those schools are really good in other sports outside of football, so that brings a lot of positive things to the conference. Um, and then if this also makes them finally get rid of the god-awful division that we've been dealing with for forever... That would be a plus, too. Um, I think who, no matter who you like in the Big Ten, all of us in the Big Ten will say the divisions are completely lopsided and should have been fixed or gone years ago. You can say it will affect the rivalry. I don't care. If the best two teams is Ohio State and Michigan every year, then let them play back-to-back weeks. That's all That's all I really have to say about it. Like a legendary. Um, yeah. Oof. But uh, as for you, I think... Uh, UC, USC could make an immediate impact in the Big Ten, I think. Um, especially with this NIL and how they've been able to, to uh, maneuver their way around so far, unlike Michigan. Say that for another time. But USC could contend, could contend early. UCLA, not so much to me. Um, I think they'll have a lot. They'll still be a middle-of-the-pack team because they were in a middle-of-the-pack you uh, Pac-12, and they were still pretty bad. So I think they'll be a middle of the pack Big Ten team. But 
it adds competition to the conference. So, can't be mad at it. Bring them all on. That's the way I look at it. Let's see what's up. Bring them all on. Let's bring them all on. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Kurt's ready. Kurt wants to see him. We got, uh, two months? Yeah. Right? Two months? Almost. Yep. Already getting through this all season and uh, approaching the college ball regular season. But, uh, yeah, I think that'll be it as of right now. Washington and Oregon are on the they're they're on the horizon to join. So I won't br- I won't bring them up right now. We'll save them for next week, and uh, we'll see if they join for next week. But as for right now, we'll only touch on the UCLA and USC. What's and your gut feeling? Do they or do they not? I think if you had to cho- like choose right now, what's right, your gut feeling? I think right now. They should. Do I think it happens? Um, maybe that almost completely dismantles the big the Pac-12. So I feel like they're not gonna let that happen. So Never I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no because I feel like the Pac-12 is gonna try to do something to keep that. They might just see how it goes with yeah the first two teams yep. before. That's another thing. Anymore. Do you really want to add four whole brand new teams and just like that? I don't think they'll get in that right away, but. It's also something, it's something to keep your eye out on in the next coming years, for sure. But uh, I think that is it for that. And we will now transition into, what, NHL? Stanley and Cup. And Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Finals. We had a winner. It was the Colorado Avalanche. They won game six, two to one. Steven Stamkos opened the scoring for the for the Lightning. This was a great finals in general, and Game Six was one of the was one of the only games I watched from start to finish. And game. it was a incredible tight <laughs> hockey game with no goals in the third period. That's how you know it's just all defense. It was a incredible series and a great Game Six. And uh, Colorado, you know they deserved it. Hats off to the Avalanche. They hoist the Stanley Cup. Um, and for Tampa Bay, they feel that they were going for a 3 P. I don't know if I ever mentioned yeah. that. They were going P. for a 3 P. T-Bay. That's insane. Um, but Steven Samkos is literally 50, and he plays like he's 25 still. He's a robot. And they're at their own home. He's part robot. T-Bay. But, yeah. They, they lose on home ice, and then they go and beat him in Tampa. For the Avalanche, they got a good team. With a solid core, um, they drafted really well when they had some down years, and uh, you see it now with them. Those that off paying off. The squad's hitting their stride. Is that what and you're saying? yeah, they're, they're, this is where they finally kind of start hitting their stride. I could see them, you know, contending if they keep this team for the next year. But Tampa Bay will be right back. There's some other good teams, so it'll be hard. But yeah, they go Avalanche, I guess, right? Two to one. How many shots? 30 to 23 in favor of the Avalanche. Only eight shots in the first period. Tampa, only four shots in the third period. Wow. To, to only nine shots Colorado's way, too. That was just a defensive great game. Wow. How come they didn't get that many shots? It was great defense. Like a transition? Like yeah, like just, good steals, just, like this game, the lane. Well, great defense, great, great in their own zone. You know, in their own defensive zone, they were great. Only two penalties. 
So that can that contributes to only have two power plays in the whole game. Um, the rest were off. I think they caught a pretty good game. Um, you know, fair both ways as well with that. So I liked that. I liked the Stanley Cup. And uh, it's nice to change it up a little bit after two years of Tampa Bay winning. Colorado wins it. And uh, I think that'll do it. Just a nice quick little recap, Kurt. How do you feel your Tampa Bay Lightning lost? Well, we stood at home on Friday night. I knew we wouldn't go down without a fight. But, uh, man, we're just going to hang at home. <laughs> we got put to sleep our own bed that night. So... What a shame. It's alright, T-Bay. We cool. <laughs> we cool. Don't don't ever say we again. Ugh. Tampa Bay. Um, anyway, that'll do it for that. Now, we get into some of the weekend and what's going on. UFC 276 headlined by Adesanya and what does that do? Cormier? Cormier? Uh, Canier. Canier? Okay. That's the main event of the card. And card, are you, you're finally excited for a card again, huh? After a while. I like of... I like this card, and I think it's going to be a pretty good night of fights. I know the last time I said that I was wrong, though, but I feel pretty confident in this one. See some really exciting matchups, and uh, good night of fights for sure. Look at competition. Yeah. Asanya's for real. Um, his last fight I wasn't really a big fan of, though. It, it was kind of... He won, but it wasn't really that exciting. Um, Holloway and Alexander back at him. That's going to be time. such a good fight. That'll be fight of the night, I bet. Um, I, I bet. Sean Madley's fighting again. We saw him fight last time when uh, Oliveira fought. Uh, Dustin Poirier. And then... Uh, Lawler fighting again? I mean, you know they had to put one Lawler on the card. You know they had to put one Lawler on the card. I think honestly a solid card for sure. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a, that's honestly a really good card. So we're gonna tap into that and. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know who, who who's winning. Who's who's getting the dubs? Uh well let's start let's start from the bottom. Um well you know what Kurt since I think this would be cool to add in for UFC. Let's do the entire card. And let's just... From start to bottom. From start, Not the main, yeah, like just the main card? From, no, the whole thing. Let's do the whole thing. Just because there'll be some random fighters that we don't know. So we can just pretty, like, random. And then yeah. let's see who who does better. It's like out of, like, ten fights, we'll see what percentage it is. Something like that, yeah. But let's start at the bottom, and there's, uh... Are we including early prelims? Yes. All of it. Okay. So start with, uh... Jay Clark versus Jay Stoliarko. Stolienko. Uh, definitely Rose Clark. For sure. Then and wait about, yeah. Clark? Um, 11 and 7 and 9, 6 and 1. I know nothing about him, so, uh, I'll go Clark too. The Australian. Okay. Uh, next one, Jessica, Jessica I versus Macy Barber. Definitely Jessica I for sure. Macy Barber. Yep. It even shows the odds. Okay. Who's the favorite? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, that's a different one for us. Uriah Hall uh, versus Andre Eunice. Middleweight bout. Hmm. Eunice. I'm going yeah, Eunice on Eunice. that one. <laughs> 
I take me an inch. So that's there for the early prelims and the prelims. Uh, Brad Tavares versus Precious Duplessis. I don't know what kind of name that is. I'm going to go with definitely Brad. The dude with the tattoo on his chest. He's definitely winning that one. Dang, this Dupuis has two losses. Um, let's go middleweight bout. Let's go with the American, Tavares. Big Brad. Big Brad. Big Brad. Big Brad. <laughs> um, welterweight bout. This one, this one's going to be a good one. Jim Miller versus Donald Cerrone. These two are big-time vets in the game. They've been going at it for a minute. Uh... I got Jim Miller winning in this one. Give me Cerrone for sure. And we missed one. There's, there was one on mine. Uh, really? Who else? I, Gary versus G, G Green. Green. Gary. That's the... That, I, think, I think that Gary is that kind of Conor McGregor wannabe. I'm pretty sure it. that's who that was. That's a Walter yep. White bow. I'm pretty sure that's who that was too. Yeah. Gary, I've seen that fight now. G, I've seen that fight. Gary's going to win. Gary's going to win for sure. Um, all right, we got Cerrone and Miller. So then we got uh, Turner and Riddell. Yep, I got Brad winning again. Two Brads. Riddell. Double the Brad. I mean. His name's like Chuck Liddell. That's a legend. Come on. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. That's, that's what I was thinking, that's, too. That's like Chuck Liddell's cousin or something. <laughs> that's literally what I was thinking, too. Oh, man. All right. That's it for the prelims. Now to the final four. Starting off with O'Malley Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz. I'm a big O'Malley guy. Delphi O'Malley. I'm a big O'Malley guy. I love Sean O'Malley. His his character is interesting. He's a great fighter and he's a And he I like his stand up. I like his stand up. He's fun. I I definitely like it. It's moving. He moves a lot. I like his hands. So for sure Sean O'Malley. Walter White bout Robbie Law versus Brian Barbarina. Barbarina? How do you say that? Barbarina? That's what I'm saying. Barbarina. I got good old Lawler. Woo! I got, I'm going to say Lawler will win in the second round. He's going to finish him. Yeah, I'm down with that. If you guys don't know, Robbie Lawler. I'll even pick the round. Fighter. I'll even pick the round. Round two. Robbie Lawler is my favorite fighter. So, he got bumped up to the main card, which is, makes me very happy, so I don't have to watch the prelims now. Um, but we'll probably still we'll watch some of them. But, yeah, I like Robbie Lawler here. Um, Goat. Love watching him fight. Um, ever since he fought Roy McDonald the first time, I think that's when I really knew Legendary. that he was my favorite Legendary. fighter. Because those two guys... They beat, put it on the line. They beat the... One of the know, best fights ever. You must watch that. Yeah, they went crazy. They beat, they beat each other. They beat each other up. Yeah, great fight. That, your, that, those, that fight took years off their careers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, so moving on. Well, middleweight bout. Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. Mm. You know, I'm going with Sean on this one. Sean Strickland to win. I don't know much about him, but uh, I'm going to go with the Brazilian. The Brazilian. So the guy who's two and zero versus over five, the guy who's twenty five and, and three. Five and one. Five and one. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking him to win. All right. 
Fair enough. On to the co-main event. Oh, this one's hard. Featherweight title bout. Oh, man. Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Does Volkanovsky shut the door? Sweep him. Does he shut the door? I don't know, man. That's a great fight. They're so, they're both so good. They're both so, so good. Oh, man. I can't really disagree with history here. I think it repeats again. You think Volkanovsky takes it? I think he beats him again. Man, I just, I love Max Holloway. You know what? And I, like, I mean, I don't even care nice. that I think Volkanovsky will probably win this. I'm taking Max Holloway because I want to see him fucking win. I want to see him I want to see him win too. But I'm just being, I'm just, yeah. I'm just thinking what's really going to go down. I'm going to take Max Holloway because I want to see him win. Simple as that. Main event. Israel. How does he do it though? How does, How does he do it? Matt Knowing Holloway, he's got to finish him. He's got to finish he him. Has he can to never ma- leave yeah, it in the yeah. hands, hands if, of the judge. If Max Holloway is to win that fight, How it has to it? be. Pick a round. I'm going to say around. Does he do it early? Does he clip him? Round three, <laughs> knockout. Wow. <laughs> round three. All right, then. Uh, I think I think Alexander just uh, decisions him again. Just wins Fair. the fight. Just gets Fair. to win. Yep, he's a safe pick, but I really want to see Max Holloway win. Yeah, I, I want to see it happen too. Yeah. That leaves the main event. Uh, Israel Desanyo versus Jared Cannonier. Um, hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, come on. I don't know much about Cannonier. Um, to be honest, I don't. I don't know much at all about him. But I know Adesanya is a beast. So, He's 5'11". Uh, I'm taking him. He's got shorter reach. Okay. And uh, he's finished most of his fights as well. His record is 15-5. and five. I'll take Adesanya as well. And, got uh, to. Yeah. UFC 276. If you How guys are going to watch. How does he do it though? Decision? Um, or do you think he wants to just... Adesanya, I, I feel like it's a it's a dominating decision. I feel like that's how he wins. Not even close, like 4-1? Yeah, I think he dominates him. Give him around. Just give him around. Yeah. I think he'll dominate. If you guys plan on watching this card, do it responsibly. Enjoy the 4th of July weekend. Yep. How do you think he does? Do you think he, just, you think he dominates too? Yeah, decision. I'll give him a solid decision. He'll just... He'll piece him up a little bit, and he'll, uh, he'll have his moments, but he'll just piece him up. Israel just, uh, he's good timing, good reach. The other dude is only 5'11". Nah, he's not to get, get close range, and Israel's really good at controlling the distance. It's with that nice reach for, that nice reach he's got. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. Think that'll do it on the UFC side. Yeah, we'll, uh, We'll jump into Rob Gronkowski announcing his retirement from the NFL and uh, how long we think that will last, if he comes back, or if he'll stay retired. And uh, all things Gronk, as one of the best tight ends to ever do it, hangs it up. Yes. uh, 
I think probably the goat tight end, honestly. Yeah, I feel like he, because think about the think about the numbers he has, but think about the numbers he could have if he stayed healthy. He would not know hurt. That's what I'm saying. If he wasn't hurt so right. much, who knows the numbers that man would have put up? He would have shattered records. Um, he's actually number two in postseason touchdowns, only behind Jerry Rice. He's been in a lot of Super Bowls, but that shows he scored a lot. Yeah, definitely. And that's a win's game. So, him retiring, um, I'm getting Brett Favre uh, vibes from this move, for sure. Should he retire for a year and then come back? Either? He'll retire because he doesn't want to do the training camp, so the offseason crap, he just wants to play. And uh, I think he should retire, though. I think he should. But I, I think... Uh, because when I think about it, I think... He probably waits till Brady. He probably waits till Brady. I didn't recall week eight, week six. Let's go. Yeah, could happen. I could see him even playing the whole year and just playing it out and seeing what he can do with Brady again. Um, but who knows? I think he comes back. Yeah. I'm getting Brett Favre vibes from this move. I don't think he's... I don't think he's fully retired either. But I think he should retire, though. I don't think he really has too much more to prove. That's what I'm saying. Like, what else? There's nothing else to do. <laughs> Go out win another ring, I guess, but... Only if he doesn't do offseason stuff, though. Right. Rob Gronkowski. That's crazy. Thinking about just growing up watching him. We're going to add another one to this podcast. Make it a little bit longer than usual. And head to the NBA. And there was some crazy things that came out. On that side of the sports world as well. As uh, all in one day pretty much. KD has decided he doesn't want to play at Brooklyn. He wants to be traded. He also revealed that he wants to be traded to apparently the Miami Heat. Or the Phoenix Suns. Which would be crazy for both teams. Kyrie just signed his extension. Or his, uh, his player option. And now, who knows what he'll want to do if he still wants to play with KD and KD doesn't want to play there. What will he do? So, the order of all of this madness was Kyrie signed his player option to opt in for the season with the Nets. And then, KD decided he wants a trade. That Those teams got leaked. That was the son of the Heat. And now Kyrie... Kyrie is likely to leave the Nets again. So, he, initially there was a second trade ready from the Lakers, but the Nets didn't want to do that. They wanted to trade Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook to the Nets and get rid of that contract. Yeah, so sure. that's why that would have been. Ben Simmons of Westbrook, that would not have worked. Yikes. That's a bad, Players bad court. who can't play off ball. That's a bad, bad court. <laughs> yeah. So... The Nets decided then to do the player option, and now Kyrie's out of there, basically. They're saying he's likely out of the Nets. Wow. Crazy scenario. And he wants to play with KD, so... We thought Brooklyn had it made when they had the play, guys. but... Man, KD on the Suns or Heat, that is potential problems lurking. That's crazy for Brooklyn, though. To fall off a face of the cliff like that, and... Uh, They're done, though. Yeah. They are done, so for Not sure. Ben, ben Simmons is there like, what happened, guys? If he even plays, right. he had back surgery. 
He's like, eh, I don't need to play no more. We're gonna be bad. Maybe. Wow. That's crazy. But um with KD going to the Heat, oof, they're probably favorites to win the East then for sure. Yeah, if he were to go to the East. I mean, Phoenix did he go to the Phoenix with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, yeah. if he can actually be healthy for once, but even with Booker, that's still a nasty combo. Yeah, for sure. I could see them doing some damage together. But do they beat the Warriors? I don't know, because that's who they have to get through. Yeah. It'd be them and Golden State. Be a good series, I feel like. It would definitely be a good series. For sure. But with the Heat, I think I think they definitely won the East. Yeah, I think the Heat would definitely become the front runners at that point to win the East. You're talking about Bam, Jimmy Butler, KD. Oof. They get another. They get a solid guard. Just scoring everywhere. Yep. Great spacing, and then the defense would just be good because then they could, they'd have KD to score, so that rest of them could just focus on defense. Just having that guaranteed thirty-eight and six. Right. Yeah, he's uh. He's a certified... One of the best scorers of all time, for sure. Certified bucket. But if KD finds a way to land with Kyrie, too... Oh, I don't know what's gonna, how that's going to yeah, work. Yeah, where would they both, where would they both would go be? together? Because... Miami would make a lot of sense then because they need a point guard. They get Kyrie and KD. Oh, man, with Jimmy Butler and... That'd, be, oh, re- that'd yeah. be unfair. That'd be, that'd be unfair. They'd be unstoppable. Butler, wow. KD, Kyrie... And bam. Yeah, that'd be absolutely just... And then you got Tyler Hero off the bench and, like, Robinson as a three-point specialist. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a deep that's team pretty, right there. That that's team, a pretty good that team. That team is absolutely the favorite to win the East. For sure. Absolutely. No question. No question. Wow. That'd, so that'd be uh maybe we'll know what's up by the time next Thursday rolls around. Yeah, for sure. You guys will have to come back and check out our next podcast to see if there's any more news on that. But uh yeah, I think uh I think that'll do it. Nice little thirty minute fourth of July podcast for you guys. Happy fourth. Please stay safe, do everything responsibly. And uh, have, have a good time. A great time. Chow down. Yep. Made on Wizard Sports Podcast in the books. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Drink your damn water. Need that. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to see when we post. Yeah. Check out every new post. New uploads coming every Saturday. Hope you guys enjoyed. Made a Wizard Sports Podcast. See ya. Adios.